Welcome to Astrology Today, coming to you not quite live from the beautiful Sunshine Coast and the territory of the, or on the, whatever, the Cathet region, which is the territory of the Klahoman Nation. We are very grateful that they're still letting us stay here. Yay. Um, and we owe them much. So on today's show this week, we are going to buy per request from Jenna, who unfortunately can't be here today. We are going to talk about another revolution, another big upheaval in a country of Iran, which, um, you know, those of us that live in the West with the kind of uh, freedoms that women have, uh, we're not surprised. Um, but it's, it is this tumult that they're going through um you know how deep is it possibly um how is it reflected in the original chart of the current iteration of iran because iran is the oldest um sort of claimed territory on the planet right even before china and all the rest of them yeah, this, it, persia. <laughs> yeah it was persia and even long before that it was sort of where civilization actually started to form into, you know, knowable groups. Um, and so this, this has humongous history. And so when we say we're going to look at a chart, we're looking at its current iteration. Which uh, is, is relevant because yeah. current, current iteration is the current personality of yeah. that yeah. entity. that Exactly, we yeah. And just a, a little bit of a backdrop, um, just past the Second World War, um, it was kind of a mess there. And uh, one of the last people to interfere in Iran um, with them sort of defining their own um, destiny was the US. And they installed a Shah, which was a style of government that, um, Iran has had in the distant past, um, but it was not to the liking of everyone. And eventually um, the, uh, you know, sort of king and queen of Iran had to leave. Um, and, and so this is, this is what formed after that intervention from the U.S., just yes. for it's, folks who are yeah. way younger than 1979. <laughs> and the U.S. Do, do have a propensity for oh, they do. doing that, interfering in other countries. They do. They do. And never to good effect. Like, oh, duh. No. When, are they, when are they going to get it? We have to How let... would they like it if somebody came and overthrew their government? Yeah. Yeah. Well, not exactly. Not much. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Probably not. Okay, so let us look at some charts. And we're going to look first at the character that was originally created. Um, all right, where my share screen? That's where I am. <laughs> yes. Okay, so this is, and I will do it in a little more easier to understand format. Okay, so here we have it. Uh, so we're dating this with April the 1st, 1979 at one minute past midnight uh, in Tehran, uh, which is, I'm assuming that's their capital. Yeah. 
And lo and behold, what we have is Neptune with Sag rising. And the, the form of government that they took on um, had um, a cleric as the supreme leader. And underneath that, then there are you know, sort of what we would recognize as levels of government underneath that, but, and a, a form of a presidency, but the final buck stops with whoever the Khomeini is at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. so, you know, that's sort of reflected, I would say, in that Sag rising in they have a very specific set of beliefs. Um, also in the Mercury-Mars conjunction in Pisces, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yep. foundations there. Yeah, exactly. Um, the the fly in the ointment starts to happen though with the the other ruler of Sag, which is Jupiter. Uh, Jupiter's up there in Cancer in the eighth, and that sort of speaks to um, the people are supposed to have some say, maybe, <laughs> you know, or they're given the impression that they do. Maybe. Well, especially with the sextile to the moon, which represents the people. Exactly. And the trine from uh, a very debilitated Mercury. Mercury is um, in Pisces. And, um, you know, so it's, it's only from the word of the divine, supposedly, fed to the people. Anyway, it's, it has a very specific character, that wood mm -hmm. combination. Yeah, well, with Mars conjunct Mercury, there's a certain zealotry that can yes, happen. exactly, especially with a Sag rising and with Jupiter, yeah, expanding the energy. Yeah, and then lo and behold, up top we've got Saturn in Virgo in the tenth. Um, I know in in um, Jill's way of reckoning this would be in the ninth in whole sign in Hellenistic it's in the 10th but either way at the top of, being at the top of the chart is like saying we are going to have very specific rules that you know that whoever is in authority whoever is the authority is going to be meting out very specific yeah and it is opposite Venus yes exactly Exactly. So if Venus is, as some will say, you know, one of the main significators of women, um, then this Saturn Venus is definitely, you know, constraints placed on women. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they've got um, Sun in Aries, which, and that does try the ascendant. So they are, they're quite capable of claiming their own identity and their space on the earth and you know not wanting to budge or be rolled over um you know ergo their sort of stance at this point in time with things like uh nuclear weapons and stuff like that they're well, like yeah no yeah no. And the sun, sun also is it's a wide opposition but it is opposite pluto yeah yeah <laughs> they're they're aware of their vulnerability especially um, within the Middle East power dynamics with Israel being a nuclear power. Um, and there's no love lost between those two countries. So, um, yeah, 
Yeah, so now we take it up to the current and we have an episode. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be pulling up the right one. Nope, that's the solar return. Is it this one? Yes. So on November the 24th, of 2022, a young woman is detained by the police because she's not wearing the headscarf correctly. Um, and she is beaten uh, on the head with clubs. Uh, the state claims that uh, she died of a heart attack, but you know, most people are going, wait a minute, you beat a young woman. She was only 22 on the head. And yeah, she probably died from brain hemorrhages or whatever. So this is what's triggered um, an incredible uprising um, with demonstrations and lots of people arrested. Other people have subsequently been killed. Um, and not surprising with Mars retrograding in Gemini, they're opposite their Neptune and squaring exactly. their Mars Mercury. That yeah. They and, and also Saturn is uh, squaring the Uranus. Yes, they're about to come up to their Uranus opposition. So they're only like 43 years old in terms of their current statehood. Um, and so the Uranus opposition in personal terms is often a time where um, who you are, um, re not realistically, but who you are as an identifiable um, separate individual with your own way of being in the world that people, that we call it the midlife crisis yeah and so you know people who are feeling oppressed and and one of the things that i thought was interesting um is that sun is in the fifth house of creative expression and you know is this a time in this country's life where the creative expression is is being too controlled and with that uranus you know it is ruled by venus and so that's um you know we've got uh the opportunity for the other half of the division women and men um to go wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute what about us Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that Venus Saturn is just obviously been way too inhibiting. Well, and you've also got Pluto trining their natal moon. Yes. And it's, so the people are feeling their power. They're like, wait a minute. It's the people, but it's also a very feminine energy along with Venus. It's yes. Yes. Their, their, uh, their moon is in Taurus. So um, that does represent you know, the possibility of win women being able to hold their ground, um, not just be the servants in this picture, uh, which is almost kind of describes the way the Sharia law or their form of Islam is sort of trying to, you know, proscript what women can do. You've also got Venus, Moon, Mercury right on the ascendant. Exactly. Exactly. So is this the vision that we want to portray to the world? Mm -hmm. And that's very feminine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Opposite, as you pointed out, a Mars that is going through their seventh house of how is the rest of the world seeing them? I think this is a bit of a shock to most nations that are very controlling. The fact that, you know, public media um, via the internet, is able to see all this gong show, right? Mars is squaring their mid-heaven. Uh -huh. Exactly. 
and opposite the original Neptune in Sag. Yeah, so a challenge. Well, the fact that their their natal Neptune squares their natal midheaven. Yeah. Yeah. So they were bound to need to do revisions periodically. And this was is going through that fourth house, the foundations. Yeah. It's yeah. stirring up a lot of stuff, especially with uh, Jupiter stationing there. Yes. Yeah. Um, On the day that she was unfortunately killed, Jupiter did station that does rule their ascendant. Um, and yeah, it's it's in its own home turf. So on Mercury, which rules their descendants mm -hmm. and, and their midheaven. Yes. So it's, yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a pretty important moment. And so won't just quietly fade away. Um, yeah. And so the other chart I have is of their um, solar return for this year. So could we have seen this coming? And I'm just trying to see if this is the correct one, which it is not. Let me get out of here and do the right one. Yeah. So was there some evidence of this about to go down? You need to change the place. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So dual wheels. All right, so we have the correct Iran. Nope, this is the, this is, there it is there. There's the correct Iran. And correct return. Nope. Yeah, that's oh. the one you did. Oh. Oh, yeah, no, that'd be right. If it's April 1st, it yeah. could have, yeah, the sun could have returned the day before. All right, let's see if yep. we've got the right one here. Yay. What's this? This is, yeah, so that's the return, and this is the natal. I'm going to swap them because I'm used to reading them the other way. All right. Okay, so, no, that isn't it. That's, that's not the, the natal. Yeah. I Pardon me, folks who are listening on the radio. Any <laughs> charts? <laughs> Oh dear. Okay, so this is that that's is the return. that's the return. Let's get up here to the correct. That's that one. All right, we've got her now. Okay, so I am going to swap. <laughs> okay, so we have Gemini rising um, in their solar return, and so yeah, that Mars is going to be the one that directs the show, um, and it's spending seven months here. And so this, we may see some form of shift complete when Mars finally leaves Gemini, but in the fact that it's retrograde, we, you know, we're, we've not seen the end of the protests. Um, we've probably... Well, and, and if you look at the solar return, you've got Mars conjunct Saturn as well. Uh -huh. so yeah. So sort of signaling that something could be up for the year right yeah and now that, and that's a that's a real form of of repression there which is yeah. also got jupiter jupiter neptune moon in pisces yeah right up at the yeah top. so a challenge to their fourth house foundations they're being venus exposed right yeah venus right on the yeah so having to do with women william in in aquarius and and of course 
Mars is squaring Uranus, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, the natal one for sure. Yeah. Very close. Yeah. It's also going yeah. to be. Yeah, and Pluto is opposite or trining, pardon me, trining the moon. So it's yep. giving power to the people. Yep. And this is all above the horizon. So what was going to go down when Mars hit Gemini, um, you know, which was back in September there. Yeah, it's going to be all out on public display. Um, having the sun Mercury in the 11th, um, you know, the world will support those who have got uh you know, the, the chutzpah to follow through. Yeah, and with Chiron as well, because Chiron yeah. is, you know, quite a healing process as well. So yeah, whatever disruption there is might actually be very positive in terms of offering. Yeah. And and that stellium in Aquarius, especially Venus, is squaring their nodal, the nodal axis for the year. Yes. The other thing that I got thinking about in looking at these charts, this chart, and, and if we have time, we also have charts for China because they're going through something similar, is, okay, Saturn has been going through Aquarius. It's about to leave in the spring, and it is giving the, um, so one way of looking at Aquarius is it's not the centralized power, it is, which it would be what's opposite Saturn in Aquarius, which is the sun, centralized, um, but out in Aquarius, that's, that's the people, that's the general yeah. humanity population, yeah. and so Saturn has been for the last two and a half years exposing um, the limitations that are being um, that are structured from the sun center, from that centralized governing phenomena. And, and it's, it's a worldwide phenomenon. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Most countries have it. Yeah, yeah. If not all. And so, but this is setting the stage for Pluto. And so, what's Pluto going to do when it hits Aquarius? It's going to give power to the people. Yeah. 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 And it's just, yeah. So, and, and I. And I think that was signaled, like I keep going back to. Oh, yeah. False zero. 25. Yeah. The zero degrees Aquarius, where we had that spectacular, you couldn't miss it, Jupiter Saturn conjunction. Exactly. Jupiter freedom overtaking the constrictions and limitations and, you know, yeah. of, of, of Saturn. So exactly. That was, yeah, sort of like a signal that was writ large. <laughs> Writ very large. Yeah. Yes. And so in this particular example, um, it's going to be a fundamental philosophical and, um, you know, sort of spiritual shift that is required, given the the chart that started this current um, example of Iran, right? Or iteration. Is yeah, an interesting, word. interesting. The, uh... The solar return chart, there aren't any retrogrades. No, there aren't. Ah, good point. So this is likely going to move forward. Yeah. 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 This is not, yeah, this is moving. I mean, we've got retrogrades happening now. Yes, but <laughs> yeah. But not when they're, they have their solar returns. So, yeah. and again, you've got everybody sort of bunched together in, you know, a narrow, yeah. like less, less than a trine in the sky kind exactly. of thing. Exactly. Exactly. So Concentrated. Feels yeah. like the spring ready to. Yes. Yeah. Sprung. <laughs> <laughs>
So I think it's sprunging. <laughs> yes, it has sprung. And that poor woman, unfortunately, was the architect of the spring, which, well, she's you know, catalyst. yeah, which is, you know, it, I find that very unfortunate. Of course. When, um, uh, so the other thing I was going to do, I'm going to go back to that chart. So in the solar revolution, um, you can do what's called distribution through the bounds. And so November would see, let's see now, where would we be in November? So this is, we started March. So April, May, June, July, August, September, November. Okay, so yeah, the ascendant is likely in Sag at this point in time uh, for that November event. Yeah, could very easily have been squaring this up here, the 10th house with the moon, Neptune, Jupiter. Yeah. You know, because well, the Mars was squaring it. So if yes. that isn't, then. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. Here, so. Yeah, very true. Very yeah. true. There's a trigger for sure. Yeah. And it was a seven month one. So, you know, I mean, normally Mars can excite things um, and it's maybe in a particular sign for a month, but not when it retrogrades. And because mm -hmm. its whole phase is within one sign. Um, yeah, it's seven months of Mars in Gemini. I was just actually talking to someone who I don't know their chart, but my guess is, is that they're Gemini <laughs> and they're just like, kind of not flying apart, but feeling like the world is flying apart, you know? Well, the other thing with that is that Mars is going to retrograde to eight degrees. And if you look at eight degrees in the natal chart, you've got Saturn right at eight degrees. Ooh. Oh, good point. Mars will be squaring the, by yep. to, the, to the degree, almost yeah. to the minute. Then, and that's in... And it's going to sit on that for all of January. So yes, exactly. I was going to say not, that. This is going to be a protracted um, event. Yeah. yeah. And eventually it will come up to, um, you know, and go through all the squares or the remaining squares in that Pisces circuitry, plus, you know, well, uh, the opposition to Neptune and yeah. Well, and their natal Saturn squares, their ascendant. So yeah. It's going to be on their descendant squaring, yeah. creating a T-square with the ascendant kind of thing. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that Mars is going to sit there in <laughs> January. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking too now with it, uh, this has mutable angles, uh, you know, Sag rising yeah. um, and, uh, you know, Virgo, Pisces, fourth, 10th and Gemini on the seventh. And so there is the capacity for it to mutate, change, oh, to make a, trans, a transition, which is, yeah, good to know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh. Yeah, rather than having, let's say, fixed angles, which would be... And they're, they're getting very close to their Uranus opposition. Yes. So, I mean, you know, there's all signs are pointing to change. Yeah. <laughs> to change, yes. Because yes. they are in so many places right now, which is interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. Yeah. Okay. How are we doing for time? Well, it looks like we are going to be able to have time to look at China. Okay. So China just recently has um, erupted into its own, um, you know, and people are talking about the, and this is interesting. I saw on the news today, 
Um, so there's been a, a command from the top that says, you know, you can't parade around with slogans, right? So everybody's holding up blank sheets of paper. <laughs> like, you can't arrest me for holding up a slogan because there's nothing written there. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> people can be so creative with, you know, authoritarian and silliness. And they're awake and they're not... Not yeah, happening. exactly. The and, dragon, and the dragon has woken up. Yeah. And what's interesting about this country is um, you would think that the folks at the top would have not such a law, uh, uh, like a, uh, um, a memory that didn't include the people's revolution <laughs> that started this, this iteration of China. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's, 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 <sighs> What's what's spectacular? I mean, they have had little uprisings in China before, but what's spectacular yes. is that it's everywhere. Yes, exactly. And, and what you and, are... you know, you got an awful lot of people in China. If they all come together, change will happen. Oh yeah, oh <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is, and again, the, the change needs to happen there yes. as well as Iran, as well yeah. as the US, as well as you know, you name it. So it's all positive. It's just messy. Yes. Yes. Okay, so let us look at some charts. Uh, get me back to Zoom here, and I will put up the China. So we'll look first at the original statement. So this is set for October the 1st, 1949 at 3.15 p.m. in Peking, uh, China. Mm -hmm. And the, your first thing that you see is, yes, was this a people revolution? Oh, look, we have Moon Conjunct the Ascendant in not Aquarius. Only, not only that, it's part of a yod. Exactly. Pointing exactly. at Uranus. Yes, <laughs> which it's is in the- Cancer. They yeah. are in mutual reception. Exactly. The moon yeah. is in Uranus's sign and Uranus is in the moon sign. So yeah. Yeah, that's a powerful statement right there. It is. And I'm just thinking, with it being part of a yod, um, and the moon not being the apex of that yod, means there is an adjustment required built right into the chart. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and, and their sun is squaring that Uranus. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, Again, and we've, got, we've got Mercury Neptune, which is interesting, too. Yes. So this ideal of equality, you know, where everybody's equal, and that's kind of the communist manifesto. Oh, yeah. um, and if it was actually played out the way it's supposed to be played out, it would be true. But no, we always get these damn hierarchies. Well, because it never is. It's, and it's never, that's the, the storyline, but it's never yeah. what it's put out to be. Exactly. Um, and so built right in to this chart, uh, we have Mars Pluto. So when things get out of whack, <laughs> this is going to be major power is, you know, tossed around and used within the country. Um, and sure enough, with well, the Mars... That's been triggered a great deal. Oh, exactly. The, wow. the midpoint between uh, Mars and Pluto is 16 degrees. Oh, let's think we had an eclipse at 16 oh, yeah. degrees. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, they've been hit very hard by the yes. Venus, by Saturn, by Saturn and Uranus. It's exactly. Like, oh. With uh, the Venus is right there, up there on the 10th house. Yep. Um, so that's getting it right now. 
Yeah. And this has fixed angles, which is a shame because with that Mars Pluto, when they do embark on change, it's explosive. It can be violent. Um, yeah. Um, and, and Pluto Mars rules that midheaven. Yep, exactly. You know, that's, so, that's the iron hand. Yeah. And so there, there could be, this one could get quite messy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Venus rules their sun sign too, with that stellium in Libra. Yeah. And so with this one, we know that Pluto is, uh, when it hits um, zero degrees of Aquarius um, and starts to put pressure on these fixed angles, um we ain't seen nothing until that starts to happen and um yeah that um i backed it up a bit just to see um how earlier in the day but if this is an accurate chart then we'll just leave this but it only takes a few hours and it what's interesting let me just show you what it looks like the chart if we back it up so that the moon is at zero it gets quite interesting yeah, I think it's a yeah. fair official chart, but yeah. Yeah, but look, so this puts that Venus on the first house and this in the fourth house. Yeah. 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 And yeah, but I mean, that, that yeah. was happening be just before they. Yeah, before they declared their, their new the, intention. The day yeah. Off. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this okay. Is so what triggered this one? Let me just put up the by wheel for that. So we have China and then there was a fire that broke out. And so here we have it. We have, um, yeah, okay. So we have the sun, Venus, moon, Mercury in Sag in the 11th house. Um, and so people got to see the fact that no one could get to the fire and we've got Mars opposite, not by degree, but operating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Saturn uh, triggering that Mars Pluto. Saturn in the first house when that, mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. I set it for 10 PM because it happened in the evening. So yeah. 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 And, and Uranus, I mean, Uranus is squaring. Yes, that exact point again. Saturn and squaring the Mars. Yeah. Pluto. And, and the, the midpoint. Venus. I mean, like I say, Venus rules the sun sign. So, yeah. Not an insignificant player. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and, and you know, go, hearkening back to um, Solstice 2020, uh -huh. zero degrees Aquarius. Yeah. 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 And Pluto's going to be hitting that in March. Exactly. Yeah. So this one is probably going to just go on a slow simmer until Pluto changes signs. And then, uh, yeah. And then there's likely to be a um, boil over. Yeah. And it'll, it'll have start. the power. Yeah. It'll start. They'll try to clamp down when Pluto backs up, but <laughs> it's going to go in for good. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, they may succeed with that for a while, but uh, yeah, the trouble is, is this is a nation that knows how to mobilize the public. I mean, it was the people's revolution that put them into power. So, well, we've also got Jupiter stationing that day. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
yeah, so it became a significant event um, that just triggered, you know, the, the consciousness of the people and they just went, whoa, you're, you know, they were already pissed off about the severity of the lockdown. Um, yeah, and yeah. Jupiter's trining that midheaven, so. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Big things are afoot. <laughs> well, they are everywhere. I mean, the U.S., I mean, it doesn't matter where you look. It's, there's a lot going on, and it's not stopping anytime soon. No, it's well, not. We are, we, are, we are in that, you know, the energy of that eclipse, the eclipses. You know, yeah. So well, what might be interesting to look at is the um, planets that are changing direction uh -huh. in relation to the to these charts charts to Iran. OK, all righty. Let's just, just see if I can figure out how to do that time. And I think that, you know, those kinds of things are you kind of need something to look at that gives you a. Moment. Okay, so we have, um, what's the one we want to look at? Do we want to look oh. at when Mars stations? Yeah, I've got them here. Oh, okay. Well, let's use share stream then. Excellent. Okay. Yeah, sweet. Uh, you have to give me the power. Oh, <laughs> all righty. Yes, now you do. Now you oh, do. I don't see it. Oh, it's always at the bottom of the screen. Oh, there Multiple, it is. Yeah. No, it didn't seem to be there. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're looking first at Iran. Uh-huh. Iran. And um, the first one to station is Mercury retrograding in December. So yeah. Yeah. Let's get my two sum up here. Iran. And um, Mercury Retro, there we go. So okay. this is not set for Tehran, I don't think, but we'll ignore the... Yeah, that, yeah, we just won't use the, the ascendant mid. Yeah. So where, what degree? So that's at 24, which would sextile the Mars. And... Yeah, Venus Mercury at 24, Capricorn conjunct Pluto there. Uh-huh, exactly. Yeah. 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 And so, and of course, trining, that finding the natal moon. Yeah. And also opposite the natal Jupiter. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. triggering that particular. Um, yeah, the trine it, that would uh, that would indicate with it retrograde that the messaging starts to get a bit garbled. Oh, yeah. yeah with yeah. it going retrograde, which is unfortunate for the people. Like it's the clarity well, of the message starts to change. Yeah. And you've, you've got, you know, moon conjunct Neptune over there, uh -huh. their needle bars, Mercury, and Pisces. So yeah. there, there's potential for garbling the message built in. Totally. Yeah. And, which and, is unfortunate. And Mars, of course, is still retrograde in this uh, at this time. And, and, it's, and it's, it's coming to where it's going to station to the degree. As sitting on their descendant, right? So yeah. wearing Saturn already because it's, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot. So this one doesn't look as positive for the people at this point in time. Well, no, because, you know, they're not going to, these things don't tend to come easily. Yeah. Uh, Jupiter's at zero degrees, though, uh -huh. already, which is good. Um, 
Yeah, mobilizing, getting the energy. The world axis activated. Yeah. 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 And um, yeah, so we've got, and Uranus approaching, well, it's retrograde still, but uh -huh. once it gets turned around, it's going to head towards that opposition to uh, Pluto. Yeah. And Saturn's you know, only two degrees past the, we're not even two degrees past the squared Pluto, two, sorry, they're natal Uranus. Yes. So, you know, very much still activated, especially uh -huh. since the eclipses have been hitting that. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're still reverberating from the eclipses. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and of course you do have Chiron there. It's interesting that natally they have their sun Eris conjunct. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Opposing Pluto. So the potential there for that warrior image. Uh -huh. Well, it also speaks to the fact that as a founding civilization, um, you know, they've their autonomy they've held on to, you know, they may there have been times when they've been overrun, but they've come back and, and claimed, you know, their right to be who they are, where they are. Well, and also at the time they were born, um, Eris was opposing Pluto was opposing Eris. Uh -huh. past the opposition but now they're squaring they've been squaring very uh -huh. on this very long square because um eris is so slow yeah pluto has moved from the opposition to the square with it so again it's just uh, sort of highlighting that energy that's built in with uh -huh. the sun Eris conjunction i think yeah so that's kind of interesting and it's it's got the sextile from mars there yes yeah. Time for it to fire up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, especially with Mars about to go direct. And that Mars will fire it up. Yeah. And Mars ruling it, right? Yeah. And again, we've got Chiron there. It, it you know, it's like burst lancing the boil and letting the toxins out. Yeah. You're healing. Painful, but healing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good catch. Good. Interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Um, I think that covers that one. Yeah. Uh, so then we can go to uh, Iran with the next one. Which yeah, one? which is Mars. Yes, Mars. Mars stationing. Yeah. And that is on January the 12th for people who are wondering. And uh, Mars stations at eight degrees, which is exactly square. Yeah, um, Iran's Saturn, which is the rules and regulations that our law is based on that in particular is opposing Venus, which is this is the way women must be. And, and also, Mars is squaring that. And it's also sitting on the descendant, which yeah. triggers that ascendant, descendant, us versus them. Yeah, who and, and that your angles are always um, the pivot points of action where things happen. Yeah, so, you know, not surprising, there's stuff happening. Look where the moon is, opposite that Mercury, Mars. Mars. Oh, well, wow, yes, yes. Timing is everything. I mean, yeah. moon is very, very quick to move, but it's right on the midpoint. <laughs> yeah, so the, the communications, which are now direct again, um, or are they? No, they're not. They're still retrograde. Yeah, no, Mercury's still retrograde. So, yeah, which is a shame. Venus. Venus and Uranus are squaring each other. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. So, you know, we still have that 
ongoing Pluto trying to their natal moon. Yeah, it would be so much better though. Well, it, it, it stations pretty close afterwards. So, um, you know, the message in the first few days of this Mars station won't probably be effective, but within a few days with uh, Mercury stationing, it will get more mm -hmm. effective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, uh, lots going on. The charts are not uh, boring. Uh -huh. No, they aren't. A lot to look at as you go through them. So then we have um, Iran, and the next one is Mercury Direct. Or does Uranus uh -huh. go direct first? I think Mercury does. Yeah. Oop. Yes. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, so that's from 12 to 18, that's six days later. And, and, you know, and it's at eight degrees and, oh, okay, well, that's that's very positive. It's exactly squaring to the to minute. To the minute, and Mercury is also trining that Saturn. Yes, and look at where the moon is. Oh, moon and Sag, squaring, opposite, yeah. Squaring your nodal axis, too. Yes, yeah, so Iran will be in the news in January, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and of course. Uh, and Venus, yes, yeah, squaring Uranus. Uh -huh. um, yeah, yeah. Um, lots going on. Then you've got the interesting North, we've got Chiron on their sun. Paris. Uh -huh. Yeah. got North Node on their Chiron. So. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. It's a time for them to do some healing in their, yeah. in their little country, it seems. Yeah. Well, and, and Sun-Pluto conjunction trining the moon, that's helpful. That's mm -hmm. definitely helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they're both approaching. It hasn't passed yet. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So we will be looking for Iran in the news January 18th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mercury is actually yeah, stationing on the on the trine. Too. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's quite the combination because it's an in conjunct to Mars and it's yeah. a trine to Saturn. So the powers that be are going to think, well, we've got the message. But yeah, that Mars. Mars yeah, says, yeah, not, so, not so fast. <laughs> not so fast, exactly. Because Mercury rules that Mars, right? Yep. And it's in Saturn's sign, and they've got a mutual reception here. Yeah. Which is, yeah, you know, mutual receptions kind of, it's like, you got to see it from our perspective kind of thing. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully mm -hmm. that's a good sign with uh, Mercury yes. there. Yeah, interesting how, how the planets pick these degrees. Oh, I think I'll stop here. Yes. <laughs> Oh, it just happens to be on theirs. They're this or they're that. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've got the Uranus station, which this is a big one because Uranus has been retrograde for so long. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The outer planets always are retrograde for a long time. And of course, yeah. Mars, because it's barely getting going, is still very much on the square to it on is. the descendant squaring yeah. Saturn. And, and Mercury hasn't galloped away yet either no no it's still doing the try and in conjunct thing with those two um yeah it it got uh look at the uh, uh moon saturn venus down in the third there and well yeah 
in Aquarius. So. Uh -huh. And the sun now in Aquarius. Yes. And, you know, Pluto being slow as it is, it's still. still. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe not as much action from this one as from the last chart. Um, well, but interesting because natally they've got the Saturn Venus opposition. Now we've got Saturn and Venus together here. That's true. That is true. Not and in, exactly together. With and the, not in Pisces, but in Aquarius, which again, you know, comes back to that Uranian energy of, you know, yep. it's a grassroots thing that's happening. This Uranus. Uh -huh. Exactly. Yeah. Grassroots revolution. If there's a revolution, it's coming from the people. Yeah. So, yeah. And they're in mutual reception, uh, Venus and uh, yep. Uranus. So, interesting. Huh. <laughs> All right. Do you want to look at China with those? Yes. Yes, we should. Uh, so, did uh, you pull up China? I need, I need to get China. Oh, Not dear. a problem. You have time. So, while you're doing that, I'll just let the folks know that um, our next three Saturdays will encompass the forecasts in general for the cardinal signs. So we'll start with Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn, uh, followed on the 17th with the fixed signs, which will be uh, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. And we will wrap up on the 24th with mutable signs, which will be a Gemini, Virgo, Sag, and Pisces. And so these general forecasts for um, the three triplicities will be um, focused on um, you can listen to them from the point of view of if you've got um, an ascendant that's in a particular mode or your sun or your moon. And um, next year has a very different flavor to it than what this year is. Hmm. Um, and um, because there, there are no direct aspects between the outer uh, four planets, Jupiter does make, oh, are you ready? Two whopping <laughs> traditional aspects. So we'll actually look at some of the subtler ones just mm -hmm. to, um, because the, the energetic field will be so quiet from the normal big, you know, ring the bell squares and oppositions that some of these subtler ones may become more obvious. Well, and also looking at what's getting triggered from what's been happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it's not like we're compounding, adding on top of it. No. Other than, other than we've got two big planets changing signs, and that is significant. But it's yeah. not the same flavor as the last two years of Saturn mm -hmm. on a square. Well, we could be kind of grateful for that. Yes, we could. <laughs> <laughs> she says very specifically. Pers speaking personally. <laughs> Okay, so here we have China. And what is our first chart that we're looking at? This is a, this is the Mercury station. Again, I okay. haven't set it for China. So it's yeah. ignore the MCAS ascendant. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we've got... On their Jupiter. On their Jupiter. Hmm. On their Jupiter. Yeah, in their 12th. Yeah. On their Jupiter. Yeah. It's in there. Um, very much so. Yeah. Um, 
So maybe the motivation, because that Jupiter being in the 12th, isn't always obvious to everyone no. what's going on there. And so having Mercury, Venus stationing, or, you know, Mercury in particular stationing on that, uh, close enough to that Jupiter, uh, you know, there just could be some leaks that start to happen. Well, Uranus is squaring that Mars-Pluto conjunction. Yeah, and yeah. Ouch, 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 ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's not good because this is one of those charts where the angles are fixed. And so change is going to be abrupt. It's going to be explosive. It's not going to go, they are not going to quietly move into something different. No, not at all. Not. Yeah. You're saying that they've got Saturn in Virgo as well. Yes, they do. <laughs> you know, and so we've got these, um, you know, regimes that have very strict rules and regulations. Yes. Yeah. 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 And codified like Saturn and Virgo. This is like down to the last dot and the cross T and yeah, all the rest of it. So yeah. we, but we do have Mars trining that stellium in Libra. Oh, yes, we do. Posing their kind of, uh -huh. not going to back up as far as that. It's but it is, it's going to be within spitting distance of that um, sun. Yeah. Oh, totally. Almost. Yeah. So yeah, and then it's got to go forward and go over the trying to each of those. So bringing yeah. up that sun, Mercury, Neptune, and yeah. Sun. So is this really you know as the communist manifesto where everybody is equal? This is in the eighth house. Uh, yeah, they're going to discover that, hey, we want real equality, <laughs> not just bespoke equality. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, I gather some protesters were chant chanting, give me liberty or give me death. <laughs> oh, there you go. With their, their big blank sheets of paper. I love that. I love that. You know, <laughs> Go to jail if you've got a slogan. Uh, blank sheet. Oh, I just love that. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, this is the thing. People are very creative. They will. Find they are. They, they will, will find a way. Yep. You know, and the sun is is opposite their natal Uranus at this particular. Uh huh. That's right. Yeah. And squaring the sun, natal sun, so bringing that up. Yeah. 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 So interesting stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, I vote for the fact that that Mercury stationing retrograde on a Jupiter in the 12th starts, things start leaking out. Oh, yeah. 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 Because they, they're not going to be able to hold the message. No. Yeah. No. And, you know, that again, Chiron is opposing that Sun Mercury uh -huh. Uh -huh. in their eighth. So, yeah. 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 Okay, let's look at Mars station. What? Yes. Where Dude. else is everybody else? Yeah. China. There we are, Mars. No, that's Mercury. Oh, we got the same one again. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Oops. Not a problem. Again. <laughs> Too many charts. I know. Hey, I know. <laughs> I was just there. There's Mars. <laughs> So yes, here we have Mars stationing here. Yeah. 
So it's still trining the sun, but oh, now we have the sun right on that Jupiter. Yeah. So exposing that 12th house hidden Jupiter stuff. Let's light it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now Mercury is backed up so that it's squaring the sun. Yeah. 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 Oh, and so this one to me, this whole shift that's about to go down will really heat up when Pluto changes signs. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 That, that, that should be quite spectacular, I think. Yes, it will be. Yeah. 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 And, and we do have, you know, Venus squaring Uranus, hitting that natal Venus, really. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, yes. Well, and it's opposite the Mars Pluto, right? That Venus coming yeah. up to the Mars Pluto opposition. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Uh, so does Uranus, yeah, Uranus comes up for its, is it, does it station at 14 degrees? Because that is square Mars. They could uh, also have some sort of disastery things, Mars, Pluto. Yeah, because Uranus uh, is, is very much slowing down now. Yeah, and so it's building up, like you say, the spring type effect. And whenever Mars and Uranus get together, then we can have these, you know, wild disaster things happen. Well, yeah, that's so, good. It's going to square Mars for sure. Sit, yeah. I mean, Sit and just, yeah, poke at that. Grind it in. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's not just Mars because Pluto's right there. Oh, yeah, there, so. it is right there. Yeah. What, nice. a, what a chart to start a new, yeah. a new iteration of your country. It's like, don't you well, guys have astrologers? Like, hello. Well, <laughs> there's a certain arrogance here in, in those. Oh, totally, totally. Who wield, who wield the power. And uh, I mean, I suspect that like, like Iran, I suspect the US was involved in the people's revolution because <laughs> they love to interfere. <laughs> they uh -huh. just, so who knows? Because it's in the seventh, right? Uh -huh. They thought they could control things. Whoever this is, right? They have that yeah. Leo kind of arrogance of, yeah, we got this. <laughs> Sewn up. <laughs> they weren't counting on this particular timing where things. Uh, mm. mm -hmm. hey. uh -huh. What do you mean things change? So we're going to look at Mercury direct now. Yes. So the messaging starts to clear up. And here we've got, you know, that Sun Pluto. Which is yeah, kind of and interesting. Is it? They don't really have anything at late cardinal degrees, which is too bad. No, they are past yeah. the Jupiter thing, but yeah, yeah. lighting it up, I think. From so we will start to see the powers that be, Sun, uh, with that square from Mercury, trying to get really trying to start to push their message. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you but know that pluto is is direct it's moving towards zero aquarius it is indeed it ain't gonna stop till it gets there um and uranus is almost yeah, it is 14 yeah almost so 1456 and their natal is 53 wow. so it, and it hasn't yeah. stationed yet so it's yeah. almost exact to the minute hitting exactly yeah. exactly and yeah. you know, venus is squaring its natal position here yes and coming to hook up with uh, Saturn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. That'll um, be an important day for me, I'm just realizing. <laughs> yeah. Squaring my sun. Well, yeah. Venus is on my, their Venus is on my sun. Right. Yeah. 
interesting we got Chiron involved again by transit because it's posing these guys. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's with Iran, you know, opportunity for healing because it's coming to their north node, right? Yeah. 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 So that's kind of we're good. Da- we're down to three minutes, honey. Let's quickly look at the Uranus one. One more. One more. <laughs> one more. Yeah. Kind of an important one. Yes. <laughs> Here we have the Uranus station. Um, uh, yeah, 56 and the Mars is at 53. Yeah, that's Oh, and the sun is coming and up the to the moon. the sun is on their moon. <laughs> Foreshad- yeah. Foreshadowing Pluto hitting that. Exactly, exactly. And look at this. I mean, yeah. Moon Saturn Venus, right? Yeah, yeah, that will be significant. Moon now squaring Venus, which rules this guys here yeah yeah interesting timing for everybody it is it is yeah and of course mars hasn't moved that far it's still basically trining the sun yeah yeah a lot of mars energy yes and and mercury squaring yep still squaring yeah that is an interesting combo to the sun yeah um yeah there'll be some major attempts at pushback Oh, of course it will. Um, I mean, the people who, yeah. who who wield want to wield power. Yeah, they're not willing to give it up easily. Up easily, and so yeah. it, you know, it's going to be messy. Things have to. They, yeah. But you do have Uranus trining their needle Saturn too. Just, yes. Hmm. We'll take all the trines we can get. Yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> well, I think we've covered another program. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oops. okay so um yeah like i was saying a little bit earlier we will be doing um cardinal then fixed then mutable for 2023 right um and yeah so you'll be able to find those forecasts they will end up on the website so if you need to refer back to it you can always do that um and um I think in particular, Jill is going to really track those particularly significant degrees um, that we were looking for. And along with the new eclipse degrees that will also be happening, because we always have two, four new eclipses every year. And uh, they do um, mark a time where big shifts can take place. Well, and we already know that Pluto is going to trigger that zero degrees Aquarius. Yes. Okay, I'm down to 31 seconds. So you've been listening to CJMP (laughs) 90.1 FM, Cafet Regions Community Radio Stations. Bye, Jill. Bye.